0: What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon.
1: Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust? You need Shopify for retail. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Shopify's sleek, reliable POS hardware takes every major payment method and looks fabulous at the same time. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com lifestyle, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash lifestyle to take your retail business to the next level today.
0: What if kittens break a clock in spiels? And What if unicorns were real? And what if you could fly or travel back in time? Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got another email question. So, I don't know if you've heard any of our last email questions, but we had a friend named Havarati come in, sing the questions, and, well... It just kind of turned out to be a mistake. He just... He sings too loud. He's broken my water glasses. He's practically busted my eardrums. Uh-huh. So today, I found a basement of my recording studio. And then in the basement, I found a closet. So I went in the closet. And then in the closet, I found a secret entrance to the sewers. So I climbed down there so he wouldn't find me. And, and then in the sewers, I found this small little tunnel that... I'm pretty sure he could only barely squeeze into, so why would he go looking for me here? (laughs) Ah, so anyway, let's just read this question. And hope that that I live in. Oh, no. It can't be possible. Who is in this sewer I call home? Oh, please no. Surely it is not someone I followed. It's an odd thing to say. I wouldn't spy on you like that, oh no. Alvarati, just get out here. How do you even squeeze into this tunnel? I'm not Alvarati. What? You look just as big as Halvarati. You're just wearing a wig. This is my hair. Of course, I'm not Halvarati. I'm a girl. Oh, of course. Yes, you're not Halvarati. Well, then, what's your name? My name is. How. very not that guy. How very not that guy? Yes, because I'm a girl. Havarati, can you just drop the act? If, if you want to read the question that bad, you can just read it, not sing it. Read it. Well, I'd love to read the question, but I'm not Havarati. I'm how very not that guy. You know, I I just don't like being lied to. So why don't we just take this wig off and... Uh, oh, oh, You've got to be kidding me. It's not a wig. Mr. Eric, I have tracked you to the sewer. What? You mean this mean fellow that pulled my hair? Could that be my friend, how very not that guy? Oh yes, and I'm not you on that, I swear. Wait, so there's two Havaratis? Who's that squeezing into the tunnel behind me? Havaradi and how very not that guy are actually two different people? That what I was just trying to tell you, it seems that you have mixed us up, I fear. How couldn't I miss you up? You sound alike, you look alike. What have you just got long hair? Are you related? Only, Only that we are, we are both, are both opera, opera singers. Folks at home, we're recording this episode on April Fool's Day, so I don't know when you're listening to it, but what if World kind of likes to... Play tricks on me today. It might be a weird week. Okay, how variety and how very not that guy. Here's Sullivan's question Give me that. No, give it to me. It is my question. But to you ready and to turn. I'm Mr. Eric's favorite. No, you're not. Come on, guys. Just sing the question, please. Sullivan asks, asks. what if my dog could talk and and go to to school school with with us? Wow, you two actually sang together kind of nicely, that it echoed kind of cool in the sewers, and you didn't even give me a headache. (laughs) Maybe this April Fool's episode won't be so bad after all. Wait, I can do better. Wait, I can do better. Mm, I can sing much much better. better. No, you don't need to sing any better. (laughs) Please. Oh, folks, just try to enjoy the episode, and if anything strange happens, chalk it up to April Fool's, okay? How about staccato? I can do staccato. What my dog could talk and go to school
2: with? The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures.
0: Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? Once upon a time, there was a boy named Sully. Now Sully was a giant squid monster who liked to go- Giant squid monster? I didn't mean to say that. What, folks at home, it seems like if I'm not very, very specific, what if World might play some tricks on me? Okay, so Sully, the giant squid monster little boy, really wanted to get a dog. Sully lived at the bottom of a very deep, dark lake, where he was being raised by his uncle, a monster of unimaginable horror. Oh, no, oh, I didn't mean to say that. No, it's, it, this, is a, this is a kid's podcast, so of course it couldn't be a monster of unimaginable horror. No, Sully's uncle was just an ancient giant squid who one day hoped to take over the world. Sully had finally worked up the nerve to ask his uncle about adopting a dog. <coughs> Sully said. <clears throat> and then Sully repeated it in English. Cuthuncle, could we adopt a pet? Yes, we should adopt a pet, said Cuthuncle. Like a vampiric a dinosaur with claws as big as the moon. Uh, I was just hoping we could adopt a dog. Well, that works too, but I don't see how a dog's going to help us take over the world. Well, I don't really want to take over the world with it. I just want to pet it and have it come to school with me. Very well, but I shall use my dark powers to find the weirdest dog imaginable. Uh, I mean, as long as we're rescuing it, that's okay by me. (laughs) By the powers of the inky black bottom of the lake, I summon thee, strangest dog, to ever walk (laughs) what-if-world! A little old white pug appeared inside a bubble. Or at least it sort of resembled a pug. Its eyes were... Even buggier than normal, and its tongue was the longest tongue you'd ever seen. And good thing it was in a bubble, because even for a dog, it didn't smell so great. Oh, Uncle, thank you. It's perfect! Dog of the Deep, I have summoned thee to be my nephew's pet. What is thy evil name that will call all the citizens above to tremble in fear? Oh, hi, I'm Fred. Thank you for adopting me. It's really weird, uh, our so all dogs get adopted. Oh, hi, Fred. <laughs> I'm so happy. Can you come to school with us? School? I'm a dog. I just want to run around and chase things and sniff things and eat things and take long naps and, ooh, and lick things. That's my favorite. I can't always lick anything on my tongue so long. Sully, this dog doesn't seem as terrifying as I'd hoped. But Zully was excited to have a new friend. He and Fred hopped on one of Cuthuncle's big, squishy tentacles, and together the three of them went up to the very top of the lake. They were right outside the observatorium, which is apparently the only school in What If World. (laughs) Folks, I think What If World is just playing a little trick on me again. (laughs) There are other schools in What If World, of course, it's just... Um, we haven't gotten to them yet. Cuthuncle's giant tentacle reached all the way to the front door of the observatorium and dropped off Sully and Fred. Now you two make sure to take extra good notes in P.E. today. You mean in physical education? What? No! I mean in pain and evil class. Oh, Dad, there's no such thing as pain and evil class. I'm going to write a letter to J.F. Cat about how I'm going to take over all of What-If World in order to fix our schools. Oh yeah, it's good to get involved, Casiano. And you say hi from Fred to J.F. Cat. Wait, you know the president? Tell me how I might devour him. Come on, him. Fred, we're late for school. Thalbi, you gotta go. Please don't eat my friend. Uncathuncle sunk back down to the bottom of his very deep lake with a grumble. Now all the kids at school were very used to seeing Sully the giant squid monster, but they'd never seen a dog before. Snurl? Snurl looks easy, it's a dog. But before Sully could show off his talking dog friend to everyone, the bell rang. Ding, 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 ding. I think we live for P.E., we? said Fred and he ran off, his long tongue dragging behind him. Wait for me! Scully the squid scuttled and scampered, skitteringly down the slobbery school, Scalway. Scalway? I didn't... I didn't mean to... Folks, I didn't mean to say all that. Scalway is not even a word. (laughs) Uh, This story just keeps messing with me. Anyway, they got to P.E. class, okay? And there stood the mighty wizard, Abacus P. Grumbler, in the shortest shorts you've ever seen with his skinny, hairy little legs sticking out. Now, class, you know I'm not usually your physical education instructor, but apparently Mr. Eric couldn't come up with another character today, so here I am as a substitute. I mean, it wasn't at all true what he said, but that's what he said. So, everyone, pick up your hoot balls and- Suddenly, Miss Misty ran in with a note for abacus. See, folks, I I did come up with another teacher. (laughs) Uh. Excuse me, class. I've got a very important note from the president of What If World. It reads, All physical education classes, quote-unquote (coughs) P.E., will now be replaced with pain and evil classes. Signed, Cuthuncle, President of What If World. P.S. Mr. Eric has a hairy forehead. That's very strange, said Abacus, probably referring to Mr. Eric's hairy forehead, which is, it's, it's quite, it's not hairy. No, it's very strange that Cuthuncle should suddenly be the ruler and president of What If World. Uh... Uh-huh. Professor Grumbler, I think that's just a note from my Uncle Cuthuncle. Yeah, I don't see how he could have taken over What If World in, like, five minutes. But if it says it in squid ink on a wet scrap of paper that I received out of the blue, then it must be true. Class, please put down your hoot balls and pick up your wands of tickling. I'm sorry we don't have anything eviler to use on short notice. The whole P.E. class was pretty confused, but they did as they were told, picking up their tickling wands. Now, now tickle class! Tickle your friends! Get their toes, their nose, that little spot behind the ears, that tickles for some! It was fun for some of them, but, you know, some kids didn't like getting tickled. Uh, porfaito guamblo. I don't think everyone wants to tickle and and be tickled for the whole class. Well, I'm sorry, Fred, but I'm sort of out of ideas. Well, it's just, uh, you should never tickle strangers, and you should never let anyone tickle you if you don't want to be tickled. Yes, of course, we all know that, but this is pain and evil class now, and... (laughs) Professor, something fishy around here. Hey No not you. I mean something other than you. Can I read that note? Well I don't know. It was addressed to me after all, but it also is a note encouraging evil. Is letting people read your mail evil or stop tickling me and Abacus dropped the note. Fred went over to read the note, and I'm sure he discovered that Abacus had misread that part at the bottom about Eric's hairy forehead. Oh my goodness, Sally. I think this is serious. It's got a symbol at the top that says from the office of the president of What If World. Yes. Plus, Abacus misread the part at the bottom. I knew it. I mean, he missed reading this last part that says, P.P.S. Mr. Eric eats gum off the ground. Well, that's horrible news. Eating gum off the ground is terrible for you. Yes, indeed, children, it is. I don't know why Mr. Eric would do something so horrible. But Abacus, Sully, and Fred were forgetting about the bigger problem here. Oh, but you know what? Kadunko probably told Jojo Fluffy Cat that he knew me for the dog. And then Jojo let him into the Watt House. And then Kodunko... Oh, I don't know what he did then. Oh, Fred, that's an awfully silly story. Yeah, <laughs> Anyone who came up with a story like that would have to be half crazy. Yes, truly, someone where really we blew it with this story. I thought that it was supposed to be about me coming to school. And then the three of them looked around and realized that they were still in school, and that's sort of how this whole story started, right? Oh, silly storytelling or not, this is all my fault," said Sully. If I hadn't wanted a dog, he would have never adopted you and found out that you knew JoJo and taken over the world. Sully, you may have started this by coincidence, but that doesn't mean it's your fault. I just feel so horrible. Sully, you can't blame yourself for other people's actions. You just wanted to bring your friend to school. You didn't want your uncle to take over the world. Yeah, I guess you're right. But that doesn't mean we just have to sit here and let it happen. That's right, said Abacus. Sully and Fred, as headmaster of the observatorium, I must take the two of you to meet your cuthunkle. That seemed incredibly irresponsible. Yeah, I mean, you're just going to shut down the school in the middle of the day? You're right. What a painfully bad idea. I blame Mr. Suddenly Suddenly, Gus B. Grumbler's mouth was full of peanut butter, and he couldn't say another word. Mr. Link. With a twist of the wizard's wand, all of the parents and caregivers were alerted that they needed to come get their kids. And you know, it was a pretty good idea, surprisingly. <clears throat> because it seems like Kathunkel had made all the classes turn evil. History class was all about dark magic, and science was all about turning people into frogs. All the students of the observatorium were really happy to get out of there and have a half day. <coughs> I guess Abacus finally managed to swallow the peanut butter as long as he wasn't going to say anything rude. Well, Fred and Sully, it seems all the children have been picked up, except for you two. Your Cuthuncle must be out of range of my magic, which means he couldn't possibly be in the lake. Yes, despite all this story seemingly illogical turns. It turns out that you've got to take care of us after all. Yes, indeed. What an interesting day it has been. Worthy of any storybook said Abacus, feeling his mouth fill up with peanut butter again. I mean, I mean, uh, worthy of the greatest (laughs) storybooks. As they looked across What If World, they noticed there was a whole line of squid-like creatures that had been coming out of the lake and headed to the east. Abacus, what's in that direction? I'm afraid, my boy... It's the what-house. Awfully, the end. Whoa, Sully! You just took What If World in a whole new direction. Well, I guess you and April Fool's Day. I'm so glad it's almost over. Kids, it looks like JoJo Fluffy Cat, president of What If World, might be in trouble. I think the only thing that might save him are your questions. Is there any way that you could ask a question that might help Jojo, Fluffy Cat? Or thwart Kathunkel? I don't know. Well, you kids are smarter than me, clearly. Oh, oh yes, yes, you're, you're clearly, clearly smarter. smarter. How variety and How very not that guy. The story's over. Let's get out of here and... Hope our listeners help us figure out what happened to JoJo Fluffy Cat in all of What If World. Is he doomed? Is he doomed? Is JoJo Fluffy Cat doomed? Folks at home, if you want to call in with a What If question all your own, give us a ring at 205 605 what Make sure your kid is ready with their name, something they really like, and their What If question. We never call you back or share your number. We just want to hear your voices. They make our show better. I'd like to thank Sullivan for giving us a great question for April Fool's Day. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall, my editor and producer, as well as Craig Martinson, our theme songwriter. What, what about, about us? us? Okay, okay. And I'd like to thank How and How Very Not That Guy for their last question reading. Until we meet again, keep wondering What if world, this is-
2: friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.